You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my home. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I am your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. Just go to BatmanPodcastNetwork.com for a whole list of other nerdy shows to frolic about in your free time, including some new recent additions. Check it out. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 45, Future State Batman Part 2. I say Part 2 because Part 1 was dropped a month ago, where we revisited the next Batman and Dark Detective from Future State issues number one and two. And we wanted to do a follow-up on that and see where they ended up. And of course, I say we because I'm never alone. I've always got some guests. And these are some Bat Brothers from other mothers. They are a, a unit, a tag team unit. They are the Sony and Cher of podcasts. They're the Bert and Ernie of podcasts. They're the Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen of podcasting from straight out of Gotham, Mr. Eric Holzman and Mr. Peter Vera. Gentlemen, thanks for coming back. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Great. Thank you for having us. I hope, I hope those were accurate. I hope it is relatable in all of my examples of you two, because that's what I get from every single episode. I almost said the Ike and Tina Turner of podcasting, (laughs) but I think that's a stretch. That would have been... Giving the wrong idea. I mean, I Pete's abusive, Just but Eric's got nice legs oh, and a beautiful God. voice. So <laughs> I, I thought about it and now I might as well have just said it. So I apologize. But neither of you are strangers to the show. So welcome back, Pete. Um, Justin Kowalski wants to try and catch up to your appearances. It's just not going to happen. Good. Good. I am the uh, leader supreme. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Does this count? Does this count since it's both of us and we're representing Sherry of Gotham? Does this count as a Peter Vera appearance? I mean, so I'm here, it should this count. Rec- yeah. I was just gonna say this recording. Peter is here, correct? I uh, yeah, I'm here. Eric is here, correct? So well, tally up like, an appearance by both of you. So there you go. Well, the question was more like the Supremes, right? And then you had Diana Ross, or say Destiny's Child, and then you uh, have Beyonce. Like Destiny's Child was Beyonce, and then you have Justin Timberlake, right? Like doesn't you know things like that i'm just saying that was where the thinking came because if they're if we were the group then it's just the two of us eric's thinking too much (laughs) eric if you want to if you want to talk about uh boy bands from the 90s and girl bands from the girl groups from the 90s i i'm all for it i'm here especially if you want to talk about queen b queen she makes me buzz okay Future, future, oh, straight out of Gotham silent um satellite episode. Yeah, the the, the soundtrack yeah. of Gotham City. Although that would that would mean we'd have to talk about R. Kelly, and I don't want to talk about well, R. Kelly. I and he's from Chicago know. too. <laughs> yeah, so, um, that's that is literally the Lauer standard. Ew, that's the Lauer standard. Yeah, not okay. Uh, boys, thanks uh, for doing this. Uh, P, I would like to say that we can take all the credit here. That no. It's not that Mr. Holzman doesn't read comics. It's just he doesn't read a ton of comics. But you and I are getting this guy to become a regular. And he's I love got, it. He's got the bug, man. He's, he was on the latest Batman on film podcast. Talk about Batman Catwoman. No. On Infinite Frontier. Yeah. Like, Color me impressed, that? Eric. I'm, I'm happy. I mean, he's I, a course, reader. Read, read your novels. Of course. 
I don't doubt that you're smarter than I am, but I'm glad that you're dipping into the comic book world a little more. So thanks for that. If you need a little light reading, you know, there's nothing wrong yeah. with a comic book. Perfect. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're not, we're not saying you got to memorize the Dark Knight Returns. Leave no. that for other people. Yeah, memorize. exactly. Uh, so that's a perfect segue into you guys know what I'm going to ask. Um, Eric, you threw quite a curveball last time you were on when I asked this question. So let's see what you got now. Of uh, What have you guys been reading lately aside from what, the future state we're about to talk about? Batman Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if somebody hasn't listened to that, are like, what are you thinking of that so far? It's a quarter of the way of the way through. Really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, <clears throat> I like the the theme. Like mm-hmm. every every issue is like a theme by a Christmas song. So you have that underlying through the entire. Um, so far, the three books. Um, I like how it jumps around time periods. Um. Just really quick, a uh, really awesome thank you to Javi for, if you didn't listen to the podcast, he explained like the kind of the backstory to everything, which I didn't know. So that kind of cleared things up for me going forward. Have you never uh, seen Mask of the Phantasm? No, I saw that. I've seen Mask okay. of the Phantasm, but he, he explained kind of um, the, the Tom bo- King run, didn't he? Yes. Like the, the, the major run. points yeah. from yeah. that. Yeah. And how this was supposed to be originally a follow-up to it, but then they just put it mm-hmm. out on the black label. So but yeah, so um, but I really think enjoyed of it, it so as far. like the Snyder cool. cut of comic books because it's like a continuation, but kind of an alternate continuity in itself. Okay, so it's kind of like that. If you just just to put it in like somewhat of a perspective. Yeah, yeah. but I've really like I've really been enjoying it cool. so far. So excellent, I have too. Pete, um, yeah, I've got I've got three recommendations that I've been reading. Uh, one Whoa, Ha uh, Ha by Maxwell Prince. It is an Image Comics image comics book uh and it is kind of like this anthology book about kind of crazy people with a clown theme um each story is different uh issue two is absolutely amazing Uh, i highly recommend that uh also um ice cream man number 23 uh which takes uh, heavy inspiration i think from batman 663 so it's kind of like that same premise where it's it's more like an actual eric will like it because it's more like a real book and there's occasional art, you know, it's, it's or accompanying art. So it's, it's mostly like reading uh, like a real page in an actual like novel. And I thought that was fascinating. And um, also nuclear family, number one by Stephanie Phillips. Uh, we will talk about her on the straight out of Gotham podcast with the future state crossover because she wrote the Harley Quinn uh, issues. And she's also continuing the Harley Quinn ongoing ongoing. And uh, this was really cool. It's kind of like set in like the fifties and, or whenever, I, whenever the whole cold war era um, takes place and yeah, you're correct. She did some really cool setup, and uh, you know, it, it was just it's very interesting. It's published by Aftershock Comics, uh, so uh, I highly recommend checking that out. It just came out la- this week, or uh, the week of the 20, I guess, what was the 24th. So, uh, I highly recommend that and check that out. And it's uh, it's an interesting book, and I'm interested to see where it goes. And uh, I'm right, right now, I'm a big fan of Stephanie Phillips. Wow, Pete bringing in the recommendations. Fantastic. Well, good for both of you. You're both well-read. Okay. You're both well-read in my book. Yeah. Nuclear family. I could have said what I said on Twitter, Lauer, when you asked that question to the public. Go ahead. Refresh my memory. I, I sent a Simpsons gif, but he was reading some kind of magazine. And, oh, yeah. And... <laughs> I thought that was obvious. I don't know what's going on right now. 
<laughs> if you don't know it, go look at the Batman Book Club's tweet at when he asked people what they're reading. I think yeah. it was. And wherever, last weekend. where everybody sends their complaints about life at Finale33, um, look for that <laughs> handle and you'll see. You'll see Spelt the, like Final E33? Yeah, finally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, boys, let's dip into the continuation of this future state discussion that we uh, talked about last month on episode 41, where we dove into the first two issues of this book. Uh, we shed some light on it, got some opinions, and now we are continuing to see where those two stories wrapped up. So kind of like last month, uh, I want to start with the next Batman, uh, issues number three and four, where basically Tim Fox is Batman. He has the two murder suspects, and he and basically he's trying to figure out he's uh, a little bit more of the stories being revealed. They aren't just straight up murderers. They have a reason for why they killed the the man because apparently that guy killed their daughter. Batman, this Batman sort of sees it as, OK, that's not right, but you still murdered somebody. Justice needs to prevail. We need to get you to the police, have a trial. And he's facing these obstacles along the way with the magistrate and the peacekeepers and such. So that's kind of the nuts and bolts. Uh, whoever wants to start first, what did you, I mean, hit on any points that you'd like of what you kind of thought of, of the, the two issues as a whole. I was really into issue three. Um, it's probably my favorite issue of the two issues uh, remaining. And I think the real highlight of the issue. And I just, the whole aspect of, and I really dug the the artwork and the and everything, and it, it just kind of like flowed really well. And how Batman, he's, it might be the most Batman that t- this Tim Fox Batman has been, right? He's like, hey, look, like, you guys need to go to jail. You guys don't need to be shot. You guys need to pay. You know, you guys need to, you know, justice needs to be served. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. And there's the whole aspect of them going to like the quote unquote safe house, and then then turning on him and ending on the cliffhanger. I just. I thought Ridley and company just really aced this issue, to be honest with you. Out of the four issues, I think this was the best of the four. It was interesting for me uh, in the sense of the end of issue two actually did something the end of issue one didn't do. And that it left, did leave you kind of anticipating what's mm-hmm. going to happen next because it cuts off them in the alley which, with a ton of the, the magistrate just there ready to you know shoot to kill. And that was the end. It's like, oh, OK, well, how's he going to get out of this one? And they pick that right up in issue number three. And you see that. And I agree with you, Pete. I reviewed these issues on Batman on film. And the highest grade I gave was to issue number three. And I I also think that that's the best issue of the four for the reasons that you just kind of said. And it's some cool action, some action pieces and stuff like that. And then also mm-hmm. leaves leaves you with another little bit of like a cliffhanger. It's like, yeah, okay, just, that, was, that was solid. My biggest negative about, these fo- about this storyline as a whole is just... I- I don't care about the Fox family here. Like I don't, I just don't feel invested in them. It, it's there's nothing in these four books that really makes me feel for them. And, and it stinks because they're still trying to like Ridley's still writing the book as if we don't know Tim Fox is Batman, right? Like the family's like his sister, th- uh, one of the sisters thinks that Luke is Batman. They have a, they have an interaction at some point and it, it's kind of like, they're still leading us on down that path and it's kind of like well we we know tim is batman you spoiled it months in advance yeah (laughs) and even at the end like just the conclusion i was just like man i just i don't feel for mrs fox as she's in the hospital bed and the confrontation between tim and luke it just it it kind of falls flat and 
the best part of these four books for me are are the Batman aspects when Tim is saving people, whether it's, you know, the two kids in the Bane Litos early on, or even just saving, again, this couple from the magistrate only to have them serve justice. Uh, it, th those are the best elements in the book, in my opinion. And, and even his interactions with the police, um, you know, he's like, hey, look, I got these two. They can't die. I'm bringing them in. And they're like, well, if, <laughs> it's kind of like a race to the finish. It's like, I mean, if you could make it, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Well, let's hear before we get into like those specific, some of those specifics and maybe like the critiques, like Eric, what did you think? I thought overall? this one had the most content. Like there was a lot going on in this, in issue three, there's a lot going on. You get a really clear picture of where he's at with the couple. You get a clear picture where the police are at. You get a clear picture where the magistrates at. like you get the panels and the writing is very much more descriptive. I thought than in the first two books. Um, <clears throat> so I really, I, I really enjoyed it this book and it, i agree with pete it is the best of the four um but this book was much i didn't expect this because I, I, like we said on the last show we weren't really feeling it and but this one really kind of raised um it kind of raised the bar and i thought it hit a lot of the the places where it was trying to go so was issue three or issue three and, and four together three specifically three, okay yeah okay yeah and i mean Solid points. I think we're all pretty much on the same level there when it comes to issue three, which then had me looking forward to, oh, okay. I mean, it's a daunting task of you're trying to, in a sense, you're kind of trying to sell this new digital series following these characters. And these are your four issues to introduce that and get you hooked. And as I'd said in that last, in the episode that we did about those original issues, the like, I wasn't caring. I, I, I didn't really care. And seeing Batman do Batman things is good and is cool, but we always have that attachment to Bruce Wayne and we get Bruce Wayne moments. Mm -hmm. And that's why we care about, um, that's why we care about the mask and the man behind the mask. And here we were just seeing the mask, which is fine, which is cool, but can only go so far. And there's just no emotional attachment to me. And I don't, I still don't really think that there was any. And part of that is like what Pete just said. It seemed like they were still trying to play like, wait, who's, who's Batman? Who is it? And then Tim Fox comes walking into a room with the Fox family and is like, it's my private business or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's, right. and it's just kind of, I don't know. I, I just don't care. And that's not to say that I don't care about anybody with Fox for a last name, because of course I care about Lucius Fox. I love Lucius Fox. And he's, he's hardly the, the story. He's the best he's, Fox. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hold on. Star Fox from the Nintendo game series is pretty high up there too. But yes, I mean, the best fox in okay, fair enough. Then in uh, pop culture, fox, <laughs> which doesn't there you exist. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's the the big weakness of all of this. Definitely, just seemed like I'm just sprinkling seeds. You've got to watch these these plants flourish in the un upcoming digital series because otherwise, there's no. This was just a tease. In the end, all four issues, I think, just served as a tease with some moments of uh, flashiness of, of candy. I think you're onto something there because there's something that's kind of missing in like this passing of the torch element that we never saw. We yeah. Know, like Kyle Rayner, Wally West, Bart Allen, Miles Morales. You know, we've seen this work before where a, a, Terry McGinnis, someone else has taken the mantle of a prestigious hero and then run with it and taken it their way. And it seems that this is very condensed and not 
executed well, and it might actually be better served, like you said, in the digital series coming forward, because it's going to be able to expand on that mythology. It's going to tell us how t- how uh, how Tim was able to, you know, get the bat suit. How Tim was able to keep the secret from his father, because it's like, well, how did he? Get, how was he able to steal all this gadgetry while his dad is essentially one of the main factors in creating it? Like it be. <laughs> Even in the Dark Knight Rises, Lucius Fox knows all that stuff's getting taken, right? The everything gets blown out from underneath him, and it's 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 very obvious. But like, how does that happen? And it it just seems like we've said this before that this is kind of a mis a mismatch of like what could have happened in five G mixed in with Future State, and let's consolidate this of two months, four issues, and see where it goes. So th- I feel like there's a lot of elements missing because like. Also, Bruce Wayne's still active. Mm-hmm. We're going to get in this in Dark Detective where they actually have a confrontation. So what goes on? And I think that that moment that the two meet in Dark Detective is much better than anything that we got in uh, Next Batman. Yeah, I mean, I, I there's, there's definitely something to what you're saying. I do think as someone who hasn't read any before Tim Fox, this is my first introduction to him. So Same here. Yeah. Same here, brother. <laughs> so like Pete's correct. Like if, if you don't, if you're taking this fresh, you're like, okay, you, everyone knows, even people who don't read comics know Batman is Bruce Wayne, right? So mm-hmm. you have this new Batman and you're like, okay, where did he get all this technology, this technology from? How is he able to use it? Where, mm-hmm. you know, there's a big chunk missing and that does lead, lead you to not have an attachment because you don't know how he became Batman. Yeah. yeah and I there. think you, a, a critique on what we've all just kind of said would be what well, was only four issues, but I would argue back against that of in future state, this, this new wonder woman was sold to me in one issue in Batman beyond. We saw this passing of the torch in, a, in two 20 minute episodes. He like the team. So mostly Ridley here, he had like 90 plus comic pages to make us care. And at the end of it, I don't. So that's just that, that is a missed opportunity in which Batman is one for me that of course, uh, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Batman is Bruce Wayne. That to me is where it's just like, I just can't, I can't accept really that it's somebody else because it's I always been like... Bruce Wayne. Doesn't mean that I'm not open to it though. Give me a good story. And I'm kind of yeah. like, I don't really care. I love a good story. Give me the good story and, and I'll, and I'll follow it. And I just think that's where it kind of failed. Yeah. I feel like pretty... the difference with Wonder Woman and Yara is the fact that it's, she's in Amazon doing, you know, these larger than life mythological adventures. Right. She's not taking the place essentially of Diana Prince interacting with Steve. Uh, I was going to call him Steve Rogers. Uh, <laughs> Steve Steve Trevor. Come on, Steve Trevor. Like, you know, it, it, whereas <laughs> this is a Batman in Gotham city. Like it's literally like he's the substitute. He's supposed to be the replacement. Where, yeah. Whereas I feel like Yara is just kind of like a, a, another, and even Nubia in the, what we had three wonder women, wonder women during future state. And they were all doing their own adventures. Um, so I feel like they weren't exactly the replacements as much as they were additions onto just Amazonian mythology. Amazon mythology. Is Amazonian a word? Yeah. It sure it is. Works. I just it made works. Call Webster. Call Webster. <laughs> well, no, it works. Speed dial. it works. It works for the story, so that's fine. But the best thing, well, I'll just say this. Mm-hmm. A guy named Eric is the hero in issue four. <laughs> <laughs> even, is though he, though? even though he was the murderer... <laughs> he's a methodical dick because in issue three he knows where batman got injured and he he right that he attacked batman's weak spot in a he church did. he did in a church in the holy land 
He like, this is true. That's a hero to you? Well, classic Eric, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's such a Miranda move. He um, sacrificed <laughs> himself. I mean, yes, there's there's his there's his redemption. Yes. I, I um, like that whole car scene though. That chase scene yeah. was great. And yeah, I know a lot of people have had issues with the fact that Darrington wasn't the artist in the last three that was stories. Me. <laughs> but I think uh is it Laura Baraga? Is that her name? Laura Braga, yeah. Yep. I thought she did a fantastic I, I have no problem with the artwork in this book, in these in, in the in the books that she did. Just phenomenal. I thought it was beautiful. I mean, it's you know, it's it's just really good artwork. You know, everything's clear. Nothing, there, nothing is like funky. Nothing looks weird. Everyone anatomy looks great. Backgrounds look good. I got, I got no problem with the artwork. The panel placement is a little generic, but I got no problem with that. It look, it, it gives the book a classic feel to it. You know, like mm-hmm. not everyone can be as creative, uh, but I got no issues really with that. Uh, so I, I think the artwork actually is the best part of the book. Both of them, or the last three. I think she's the last three. I still think the art was just fine. I I didn't. I don't have uh, more positive or more negative other than just say that it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if the story was better, then I think that would make me feel better with the art. But because the when a story becomes, you know, standard, semi subpar, then I start to look. I think a little bit more at the art, hoping that the art will make me feel better about it. And I still just felt like it was it was just fine. So okay, okay I've, I've seen some. No offense, Laura. I know you listen. Bad, so I, I give her, <laughs> but I, as no long offense. as the art's not bad, I can't complain. So that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, Pete. That's Pete, since since neither Lauer or I read new Tim Fox before this, um, there's the scene where they're driving and he almost hits a girl, and then he says, "Not again." What is that in reference to? I, my my history in Tim Fox is not up to date, so okay. I was I was wondering. I don't know if that comes back from his origin because in the seventies, he was kind of, I believe the bad boy, like, you know, I've read some Tim Fox recently as I've been collecting, uh, re rereading my back issues, but I'm almost thinking that this is kind of the reason why he escaped Gotham city before future state. Right. Okay. The, like the reason where, why he left, maybe he had like a DUI or something and he hit someone. Okay. I don't know, but uh, I don't really remember uh, too much of that. Like when I was reading, uh, I don't have his first appearance because I remember when this book came out, that skyrocketed, kind of like uh, yeah. Agatha in uh, WandaVision. So <laughs> I, I, I did, ha- I do have that one. So I'm really pumped about that. But, um, Pete's was, sitting on a fat retirement right now. I, if I if I ever have the balls to sell it, um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm not really sure. But I remember like him and Luke, not Luke, him and Lucius kind of had like uh, back and forth, typical father son drama like yeah. hey, you're okay. going out don't hang out with those kids they're bad kids you're hanging out with gangs and stuff like that so it had that elements in the 70s but i don't remember anything about him hitting somebody so maybe again like these are things that like oh they're teasing stuff for the future series the digital right. first series and it's like you got to get me there you're not yeah. really, you're not selling like, it to me exactly so they're teasing the the fox family but not enough you know it's just, i mean i don't know was the fox family at all in were they even in issue three or maybe like a, a couple they were, panels? They were, um, issue, yeah, yeah, because you have sorry, see, I don't even know the names. Uh, Mama Fox, I think that's when she talks to Lucius, and Lucius, Lu- yeah, and she, she says yeah. that she's a lawyer, yes. but then you have her like, then she she pulls out a gun on Batman in the next issue, and I'm like, oh, all lawyers carry guns, okay, that's I mean, not a big deal, but then the these <laughs> the sister that's Gotham not city, in, no masks, but everyone's got a gun, <laughs> yeah, the sister not in a coma. She, I mean, it's hinted that she knows what's really going on, but yet there, it, well, I don't know any thinks, history. 
Yeah, she thinks it's Luke. Um, mm. Remember, she asked him, are you Batman? Yeah. But then at, then at the end, when uh, Tim shows up and there's like a panel where, you know, like she just, it's just like her like looking at him. And then he like looks at her and then he says something about his business or something. I don't, I don't know what his exact right. words yep. were. He, yeah. It's like, okay, that's my, that's, which that's fine. I don't need somebody to, like, I wouldn't need Ridley to put like in a box. See, they both know now, but they're not going to say it. It's like, no, you can be subtle and that's fine. But mm. it's, it's not earned. I don't know if her and Tim were in a scene at all up until that point in one of the last pages of issue four. Like it, it's just like, there's, it's kind of like a, Hey, remember Tim has a, has a Fox family. Okay. Let's get back to this. Okay. Remember there's a, a Gordon type person with the GCPD. Uh, okay. Now back to Batman. Oh, Batman, yeah. call, Batman just called her and said, Hey, I'm going to bring the two people. They deserve a trial. Trust me. Cause you're hunting me, but trust me. Cause why not? Gee golly. And she says, Oh, Batman, I might shoot you. <laughs> and then they hang up and then like, she does. <laughs> and yeah, she does. But to me that just read of like, there's this stuff just isn't necessarily, it's just not earned. I don't think. Well, yeah, you don't like, like Pete was saying before, there's really no inve- emotional investment to any of them. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like I, I told you guys before, I did like this, the ending to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because my expectations were just lower. So yeah. I like I liked how it ended. I think it did end at a good spot if they're going in, since obviously this is going to continue. So they ended in a good spot going oh. forward. Um, but yeah, man, th- it gets heavy in the part where he he throws the shuriken at his mom. <laughs> And he sends her to the hospital when she's trying to shoot. Yeah. Him. Like it's a very, that stuff got a little. It gets heavier, and I think that's the point where you're finally starting to say, okay, maybe a little bit now, I'm more invested because the the everything's heightened. Like all the everything yeah. at that point was heightened. So and maybe after I it gets far, I think he did that well. I think he definitely heightened uh, the, the yeah. emotions and stuff. Hundred percent. I think you're on par. And maybe down the line in this new digital first series, like these four issues will play better. Maybe. But these four issues may prevent people from even exploring the digital series. Like me. I, I don't have an interest. I'm not going to spend my money on on this. I have enough other stuff that I have to read that I am interested in. Right. I'm just kind of not invested. So it's I, a bummer. I wish but. I could have seen. I would have been interested in seeing at least in the first two issues or something along the lines of how he became like his origin yeah how he mm-hmm. became to be how he 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 um acquired all this equipment and then i because i still think you can do certain things like the bane Litos and this and this couple you know within his first week of or you know first month or however long it is in the future like i think there's something along the lines that could have been done but just to kind of like throw us in and he's he's already been batman for you know i don't know how long future state's been out like what is it like three years or something like that it just yeah flashbacks might have helped too um you know drawing some kind of flashbacks in there to kind of get us bring us in a little more because you're right it's every story is always about any kind of investment that you have in the main character and Mm -hmm. it is very hard to build that um well to get in that investment in this book that's one thing i will i will give you guys then maybe they should have instead of charging me eight dollars for three different stories charge me $8 for two and make the next Batman longer this way. Ridley can flesh it out more, you know, like, yeah, especially since like, I think those Arkham Knight stories are the worst part of future state. I just think they're bad. It's just to me, they're bad storytelling. They're bad stories. So I, I, 
I would, I could have done without that entire storyline altogether. You know, like if you're going to make this, I don't know, what is this a 64 page book or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, give, give, give Mr. Ridley time to flesh it out. I feel like he has been the one writer who has gotten the shaft at a future state. Cause it's like, we're going to spoil everything for you and we're not going to give you enough pages to explain it all. So. Yeah. I agree. Well, I think, yeah, I think knowing who it was before we got to the book sucked. Like, <laughs> you know, so. I, yeah. they, I wonder if DC was like, well, CCXP is a Brazilian, I think it's a Brazilian Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. The American audience isn't going to pay attention to it. And I was like, no, I, I, I watched all of it. Like, So, <laughs> I mean, I, and I know a lot of people on Twitter who did. So mm-hmm. I, I, maybe they, I don't know who they were expecting to buy comic books other than the people who buy comic books. Comic. Yeah, buy. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Very Makes good sense. point. Very good point. Yeah. Uh, um, let's, let's hop to, you know, some of the, the usuals when it comes to a favorite parts uh do you guys have a favorite part out of these these not from issue three and th- issue four but one that stands out out of the two issues uh, uh for me it's the, it's just the final page of issue three i think that's amazing uh you know just batman saving someone having him turn on them and then to end it like that i, I that's really great i love when you can end a book on a splash page like that and that really leaves you on the edge of your seat and you're kind of wondering what's going on because like you said earlier, we know Batman's hurt. He just got a wound cauterized, so he's not at peak physical condition. And I think yeah. it, I think it worked well. I, I, I love the word bubble was great. I think the artwork is great. I thought that, you know just the everything about it really struck me as just fantastic. And you know, I, I would that, that's just a really cool panel page. I, I thought it was magnificent. Eric, should be you guys should know by now. It's all of the Eric sacrificing himself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, seriously, we are heroes. See, and that's one like that's to basically to the point you guys were saying, like, I think I don't know if you guys did, but you kind of felt more emotional attachment to them um, and their story about, you know, their daughter being killed. And, you know, and then he was willing to to take a shot at Batman because he didn't want to be turned in. And Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like a more attachment to them. So when he did that sacrifice, I was kind of like, crap, you know, this guy, uh, you know, he's really doing whatever he can to protect his family. And so the, all those panels, the, the way they were, the way it was written too. And then you have the shot of the magistrate that like, what should I do? And he's like, go faster. And then they're going to run him over. Mm-hmm. And then they, he, they, he blows everything up. I mean, I really, that kind of is, you know, everything has an emotional center. I think this couple was the emotional center for this whole story. So those panels for me were the best. That worked. about. I'll expand a little bit. That whole car chase scene in issue four was my favorite part of these two issues for reasons you just said. And then also that it was just good. I think it was good action, good pacing on um, yeah, the story front and in the, and in the art, like that was just a, I think that was just like a good scene. And then do you guys have a favorite panel? <laughs> I'll go first. You go no. first. <laughs> like, I'm from sorry. These, from these two stories? From these yeah, two from books? These- well, from these two issues, next Batman okay. number three and four is, did anything stand out as like, yeah, that's the one that I really liked. And I, this is the first time I've ever been on the show and said, I don't have one. <laughs> like it was bland. Sorry. Jeez. I think the I one know. Pete said the, the end of issue three, where he's being choked. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's kind of a cool panel. Like God it's just, damn, you are morbid. <laughs> <laughs> I like watching Batman get choked out. <laughs> Well, no, I just think, you know, I just look at the artwork there and the story and that, how it's Batman basically being choked by some just normal dude. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, just that it was a cool panel and it's it's kind of it's big. It kind of takes up the takes up the whole page. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely my favorite. But since I said that earlier, uh, my second <laughs> favorite is definitely an issue four after Batman hands over the perps and uh, the detective shoots him. I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> You know, she's like, Son of a bitch. yeah, it's just so cool. She's like, in case Montoya ass, I did my job. You know, I was like, yeah. that's, I was like, okay, you're kind of a badass. You I was gonna say that's kind of badass. Yeah, yeah. actually. So the cover like, too for issue the cover for issue four is cool too. I did, yeah. There we go. There's my favorite panel, the cover of issue four. I think yeah. that was kind of that was cool, kind of symbolic. The coloring was really good. Uh, yeah, all of that. Thanks, Eric. Nice save. <laughs> we, we should all thank Eric's. <laughs> Saving us all. They try to kill us and then they save us. Well, let's let's switch gears now to what I think personally, and then I think I've seen this around in the Twitter sphere a lot that the the best series coming out of Future State and being Dark Detective. Uh, Eric, you're the main source here. You're the main source here. You've read like everything Future State. Uh, Eric's been limited reading like with the Batman stuff and what we covered on SOG and I've pretty much been the same route plus uh, the Wonder Woman books um, but for everything that I read this is the best what did you what do you think I really yes I would I would agree with that um, I really really enjoyed this obviously I'm biased uh, mm-hmm. Batman's my favorite character so hell yeah <laughs> so anytime you have a good Batman story um, mm-hmm. it's probably going to trump all the rest, but even I liked the art, like everything I let about this series was very good. So yeah, I definitely would say that dark detective was the best of the future state books. Yeah. Uh, I think it's up there. I think, uh, dark detective, uh, swamp thing, uh, immortal wonder woman are really kind of the cream of the crop. Wonder woman's not wonder woman. Yara wonder woman's not far behind either. Nightwing was good too. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Um, I, I did a ranking of the Gotham based future state books in my review for dark detective number four. I saw that. Uh, I did. I, 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 I wrote a bit of a, a long article there. Uh, I apologize for anyone <laughs> who didn't want to read all that, but I kind of went into some detail. I had a little fun with it because it was kind of a special event, but um, out of the Gotham based things, I think dark detective was above and beyond the best one. And Nightwing was close as yeah. was Catwoman. Yeah, so, I mean, to, to catch us up on month two of Dark Detective, basically we ended issue number two with, mm-hmm. it, I mean, that first month, those first two issues, we just saw, oh, it's a new kind of police state. They're just out to, they're just out to take out uh, people in masks. They just kind of, they want a power trip. Mm-hmm. So then we found out that they're, that they built on that issue by exposing this other huge deal in basically spying on everybody in finding the little um, little drone bugs. And that revelation is explored in these, this month and the second month in these two issues. And Batman is discovering how much surveillance is happening in Gotham now and how this, you know, the magistrate is watching everybody do every single thing. They're watching me pick my nose right now. Well, and that's not bro- cool. Big brother, buddy. Um, big brother. And yeah. that it's basically just... Batman on a one-man crusade to try and knock this shit off and take off, take out the guy in power. And I mean, that's classic Batman. And that's a damn story I want to follow. Yeah, I mean, it, it it is in some aspects a very classic Batman story with him not really being Batman. Yeah, you know, um, it's cool. I guess you three starts off with uh, a murder, and uh, you know, it seems that the magistrate is 
taking out CEOs of companies that help build them up, I guess. Right. Yeah. So they're kind of very Adrian Veidt of them. Yeah. Well, Watchman reference of cool. me That's... accomplish my goal. And then I need to take you out. So I don't have any kind of. Yeah. Action. And it's, it's cool seeing Bruce just kind of still like he can't, he can't stop being Batman. Right. Like, even though he's essentially not Batman, because, yeah. you know, like at some point when the, when the dark detective and the next, next Batman uh, meet up, he goes, you know, he's, there's always a hero to replace the old one because it's about a symbol, not a person. Batman is dead along with Batman. Yeah. I mean, that feels just very Nolan to me. Right. Like that's, mm-hmm. that feels very Batman begins. You, you know, Nolan, I, you, I, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a member of the Zadar. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was really interesting to me. Just yeah. issue three, just it. I was waiting for the interaction between the two. It wasn't what I expected, you know. Yeah. Like Bruce even like admits he's like this guy's in my suit, but he's, yeah. Again, like it felt like that was the kind of a passing of the torch moment. Like they just kind of stared each other down, new and old. And I found it interesting how uh, um, D- Mora drew you know tim fox batman just so much bigger than bruce right isn't mm-hmm. bruce wayne typically a, a he he's he's depicted it's as like a six large two. man yeah isn't, isn't he like a six two, two six four so like two thirty something like that the next batman's like six eight <laughs> like he, yeah. he's a, I, imagine seeing the next batman in real life he would be a monstrous figure like just just literally tall dark and handsome <laughs> so well i kind of don't the the cover sold us a bill of goods that it didn't deliver on and i know comic book covers comic book covers can do that mm-hmm. but like and for what you just said if we're going to strictly touch on batman meets batman you get a two-page spread and then the next page which is beautifully drawn and they walk away and it's like and that's it and it's like oh so i guess this isn't batman facing off against batman and issue number four has peacekeeper 01 facing off batman and it's like yeah that because that happens uh, i <laughs> interpret it as batman versus batman though I, I i feel like batman's taking down some sort of magistrate drone and then the yeah. next batman's kind of like oh let me investigate this what's going on because this man's wearing a cowl as well so i didn't yeah. necessarily take it as like oh these guys are going to duke it out as much as okay this is the this is where they meet yeah i think you have the one panel like where he's he punches the ground or something and but destroys the drone. And then there's kind of like, then it says halt. And then you see um, the drone. And then you see obviously Tim Fox is the, the next Batman. But mm-hmm. I think that panel, the cover is kind of like the in-between maybe of, of those. Yeah. It was supposed to be that space filler. It's a good call. So I think maybe that's it. But I thought you're right, Pete, that he looks like huge compared to Bruce. And <laughs> yeah, like that's that's literally a seven foot Batman. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, wow. I was the first thing I said of like they're really trying to either say you really need to like this next Batman <laughs> because yeah. of this, or of uh, they just like that's just the dimensions that they're gonna give them going forward. I mean, but, um, I, I I did really like that in basically how they're walking away and they do like the two page kind of like split two-face deal of the two Batmans yeah. and uh, right. get perspective of one and then it flips and you get the perspective of the other. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool for, you know, just stylistically and just looking at my, like, yeah, I really, I like that. You know what? I liked the uh, Tim Fox Batman more in those three pages. And they did in four ish. Yeah. That's, that's pretty harsh. I'm being hyper about it. I know, but Tamaki did a great job. I mean, in, in all four of these stories, like she really gets you yeah. emotionally involved. She does a really good job developing characters from 
whack job Noah. I mean, and then teasing Hannah to her big like reveal and issue. Four. I was going to say we got to find out what what Hannah's doing yeah, aside you know? from just delivering water. And it was yeah. interesting because we were trying to figure out like who are these two girls? Who's the girl in the diner? Who's the girl outside? And you know, you kind of were speculating who as to what their roles were. But it was it was that was almost as if that was the reader in those first two issues being introduced. Like there's yeah. she's kind of walking you around Gotham city. Now, whatever this is, whatever is Neo Gotham, whatever the hell they want to call it. It's like those characters represented the reader into introducing us into Gotham city in the present day, which is something I feel like the next Batman didn't do. It just next Batman just threw you in where I felt like dark detective kind of walked you through what's going on. Right. Like it's like, this is what's happening. Yeah. And yeah, the narration was great. I'll say that the narration yeah, the, from his point of view was great. Yeah. And I really liked the, the switching in a sense of like, we got just a couple small little snippets of Hannah in the first two issues. And we got more of her dad, Noah. And then here we got a couple of small snippets of Noah and got more of Hannah. So that by, by issues. end, I think they both had equal, equal importance to Arguably more, a little more towards Hannah for ultimately what she's trying to do. But as far as like screen time and such, in which they are side characters that you ended up being in, interested in. And yeah. I, I like, uh, it's almost like a, I don't know the, the term I want to use, but where Bruce like kind of admits in a sense of what, like with what she's been doing. And I think it was in like the narration and he's like the bravery that it must have taken to on Hannah's part, she works for the magistrate and she's been spying on them with, with new technology for so long to yeah. ultimately expose everything. And he says something along the lines of basically how, how brave she is for, for doing that. And it's like, well, that's a little like almost vulnerability in Bruce that we never really hear as Bruce or as Batman. Cause he always puffs his chest and he's quiet and mm -hmm. he doesn't, he doesn't do that. And I mean, it's just like one line, but I kind of thought that's something kind of unique and different that I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, there's there, uh, issue four. There's a lot to enjoy in this. Cause there's kind of like, at one I wrote my review. I was like, well, who actually is the dark detective? Is it Hannah? Who's trying to bring down the magistrate from the inside? Or is it Bruce Wayne? Who's trying to get inside and break down the magistrate, you know, like who yeah. is actually, who is the book actually named after? Because by issues end, you, you could easily say like, while well, we focused way more on Bruce Wayne as we should, Hannah's just as, equal and as impressive in, in her you know crusade to to you know expose what is really going on in gotham city peter you magnificent bastard that's just almost like sean murphy's white knight and we find out at the end oh no joker jack napier was not the white knight harley quinn was all along and here we're like the dark detective was that batman or was it hannah oh i think it's hannah well done pete yeah you know, you read a lot of books, you pick up a few things. <laughs> Common sense, <laughs> that is, Eric. Um, I'm going to mention the end, and in case you didn't read the end, skip forward 15 seconds. Go. Batman blows up the magistrate's big office tower, and him, Peacekeeper 01, are both inside. Mm -hmm. Boom. Uh, leaves us kind of like... It's it felt abrupt for sure yes. we see on that last page that says and bruce wayne's adventures continue anew next month in detective comics 1034 so pete might have some knowledge pete hold off on this eric you tell me when you read that 
I don't think you've looked into settings or anything for Detective Comics when it picks back up in March. Uh, how did you take that last page? As in, this story is going to continue in that issue? Or we're getting back to Batman stories next month. <clears throat> that was kind of my question. Like, ah, <laughs> I kind of answer your question with a question. Yeah, we got was... Professor Peter here to answer, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of my question. I was kind of like, well, he's dead again? So... <laughs> What are they doing that they're telling us the Bruce Wayne stories are going to continue or Batman story is going to continue? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was the same question I had that basically I'm like, all right, I don't know what to think. Um, yeah. I would like to see more of this version, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. I think last, the last month when we talked these future state issues, Pete, I think I had asked you and you said that this creative team is taking over detective comics after future state. So they that are. 1034, Okay, so I, I knew that much reading it, but I still felt a little unsure which direction. Something, I mean, it does say in there uh, a new, so maybe they're telling us it's gonna, it's not gonna continue this. Um, now, P, any information you have, go ahead and share. Uh, I took it as Bruce Wayne. We will go to pre-future state. You know, I guess the past, fast, past state. You know, we're going to go to a time before future state and uh, that's where they'll, they'll pick. I think they'll pick up uh, where 1033 left off. Um, you know, I, I future state moved forward and I think they're just going to go back, which is kind of confusing for some people, especially myself. I was like, why do we spend all this time in the future if we're just going to go back? Like I just all this time, all this money. Yeah. yeah you know, it, it's weird. Cause I know, I believe we're going back to the past, but red hood is having a book in the future. So yeah. future state, and then there's obviously the next Batman. So future state doesn't come to a close. Uh, I don't think Bruce Wayne is dead. Um, I think he will find a way out as he always does. Um, mm-hmm. I think they left it open-ended, but I do think that, um, that uh, they want you, you know, for the, for the Tim Fox reasons, want you to assume uh, Tim will continue to be Batman in the future state timeline. Maybe he winds up in a French cafe with Catwoman. You know, Great. You know what, though? Yes, but I think... But I disagree with Lauer. I don't think it's very abrupt. Like, I love the whole countdown clock, Hannah sneaking back in to do her thing, Batman getting her out, and just seeing that race of the clock. And I, I mm. love Laura's artwork. <laughs> what is that? What you got there? We're going to hop in there. So I'm showing them. I think it's page one, two, page three. Yes. In silhouette is a woman, like, on a balcony, and there's a cat. And mm. I just feel like that's that's the nod of that's Catwoman. But I, she's got long hair. And I think the Catwoman, correct me if I'm wrong, P, I haven't read it since last You're month. Book three? Yeah, the third page in book three. Yep. It could be. Um, but did Catwoman have short hair in her future state book? I don't remember. I feel like I, she spent a lot of time on the train in the cowl. I don't remember if she took the cowl. Yeah, off. I don't either. Also, I don't remember where the Catwoman story takes place. In, but anyways, I just saw that. <laughs> no, the, the Catwoman story actually takes place before this story. Because if you remember, uh, did, well, we haven't done that show yet, have we? No. So spoiler free. <laughs> I will be <laughs> not getting it out of me. Cool kid. All right. But the, uh, the Catwoman story does take place before Dark Detective. I will tell you that much. Well, that would kind of make sense then. Because mm-hmm. her hair could have time to grow, right? So, yeah, that's true. Then she let it grow. Heels so, hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was just that was fun to me. And I instantly saw, oh, that's a nod to Catwoman. But I think in my abruptness, Pete, so I totally agree with you. Yes, it did earn because there was a fight that went pages uh, there yeah. at the end of issue four. But I think of like the the event happened on the last page 
and that was it to where it was just there was no really reaction aside from hannah at that moment believed oh bruce wayne is batman and then it just kind of ended and i i did i thought that really works well because i'm like whoa what did you guys do what happened next okay we're going into the past like yeah i just have a lot of questions and i considering i really enjoyed this book i'm just like oh man i want too many questions questions. (laughs) and it's just i was like wow that's a cool ending there i was i was really into it and it's so ambiguous and it's like does he die does he not die like and and, you know how he figures it out and uh you know it's just it's really cool to me how this ends because it's like i would read more future state detective for sure yeah i mean i agree i agree with that conclusion Um, at some point but um i'm happy we are getting back to you know true blue batman i think the big issue i had with the i knew i just knew it was going to (laughs) happen I kind of had a feeling the whole time. And really, can you yeah. tell me the lottery numbers? <laughs> I just <laughs> like the way he kept explaining all the tech and the narration was so good. I think if you really paid attention, you could kind of figure out, okay. She it, leaves you a lot of breadcrumbs to follow if you're really yeah. focused. Yeah. So I think I just was putting them together. And then uh, as we got closer to the end, I'm like, yeah, he's going to die. Sacrifice. I mean, that is a good, that is a good ending of where you could say he's Batman. So of course it's not the end, right. or you could say this is the end of the story. It's it's done. Like so, I mean, in that way, I don't necessarily have. So even though I said it felt abrupt, that wasn't exact. That still wasn't meant as a harsh criticism of like, well, this book sucks because of blah. No, that's not it at all. What well, was twenty um, seconds? Oh no, we were down to one. Yeah, it was the one second. Yeah, there we go. It went down to the wire. Uh, yeah. Like the the only negative I have to say about this is like. I want more of Hannah. Like I kind of would like her to be a character going forward. And it's, it's kind of a bummer that this might actually be her, Dude. her only appearance. Like, no, she, we have to find out. Cause she swallowed the thing. She swallowed. <laughs> she has to be, there has to be more. There's more to this story. Skipping what Eric said. I, <laughs> I'm someone who fell in love with Parker Rowe, AKA Bluebird during uh, Snyder's whole, like Batman eternal Rob, Batman and Robin eternal things. So, like, I dig like new characters when they're done well. And I was real, I'm really into they, Hannah. Like I wish Hannah would join Oracle somehow. Oh, maybe man. Become like Dude. a bird of prey. Or, I have no idea, but future state Batman beyond with yeah. Hannah as uh, a, a Robin or something. I don't know. I, whatever it is, like I, it would be cool if she could join up forces. Cause I, her detective skills and her just, you know, hacking abilities are really impressive and she's really good with technology. So she was a relief to me in the sense of this is a new character that I ended up getting on board with and liking. Cause sometimes I wonder I if I'm like just, you if I'm just lately. I, yeah, I was going to say, sometimes I wonder, am I just getting too stubborn at my old age of 34 and not accepting of new characters because <laughs> one book specifically with one certain writer introduces a lot of new characters and i am so annoyed with it and i i just don't care i don't care and then reading the next batman and i'm kind of like i'm just not caring about these characters either and they're not necessarily new but then here it's like we've got her and noah i even like noah you know he was great like noah is like, like a crack without no yeah like he adds but like he's on to something relief yeah <laughs> he's on to something like and as as bruce even says at one point like and this is where noah can can believe that he's that he's been right all along mm-hmm. and uh, like so there's two new characters introduced in this story that i just i really i would not mind seeing them popping up in uh in a future 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 state dark detective books there you go so um well done yeah. 
what did you guys think of the reveal of the Peacekeeper 01? Like the, his, his look? Yeah, his look. Uh, it was fitting. Yeah. It was I, fun. Yeah. I, I, the book isn't a. I've said this in my review, and I've heard people say, like, oh, man, this is just a throwaway villain. And I was like, well, it kind of has to be because the story's not really about him, right? Like, the story's about the journey of Bruce Wayne, and, and that's where the story is at its core. Yep. You know, in, in the first issue, he's, you know, basically contemplating quitting batman right like or detectiving or whatever it is his his investigative i guess amazonian yeah he's a private investigator at this point right (laughs) so it's it's about that journey for him to reclaim his spot as you know the protector of gotham and even though there is a you know new batman roaming around gotham city he's not given up and it's cool to see him go through this journey and watch him like you know he's like where he's like he's bringing his work home for to him and then at some point it ends up biting him in the ass because they all know where he is because he keeps bringing all this tech mm-hmm. because he doesn't have the usual tech he can to investigate it probably. And cause he's living in somebody's basement and not in whatever protective cave out in the, you know, the yeah. metal lands. <laughs> so it's cool to see him in a different setting and just kind of use what he's, what he's able to. It's very, very MacGyver, right? Like that's, you kind of get on MacGyver. Yeah. Vibe. That's one of the coolest parts of the story. I think is how he does all this stuff where he's just in a, someone's basement, right? Like <laughs> it's classic Bruce. Yeah. It's classic it just, Bruce. Yeah. It was just awesome. Like I, I, the thing about the, what's it called? The story, like overall overarching and all of the issues is from the beginning. Like it's always, Batman always feels this tremendous weight, but this one just felt heavier to me. Yeah. Um, just because I, you know, no one knew he was alive and, you know, as time goes on, obviously people, he, it gets revealed, whatever. But I just felt like the weight because it was his tech they were using and all of that involved um, when you get to the end of the story, it was fitting. Like it definitely, I thought the way it ends is fitting. Um, I just, my biggest issue with it is based on the first two books. I thought the buildup was better than what we got in the last two books. So. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, there was no Eric's in this book, so I know that's true. That's a little, dis- that's, that's, that's a little that's, disappointing. That's the first <laughs> thing I said. Okay, screw this crap. Yeah, I'm over no this. No I mean, I'm kind of over this. No Eric's. Well, let's hop into some favorites of a of a dark detective. Um, who who would want to share their favorite? You know, Eric, share your favorite part first. From all four? No, from just these issue just three and these. four of Dark Detective. Yeah. Uh hmm. That's tough. That's a tough one. Pete, you go first. <laughs> um, my, I have an odd favorite panel in this book. There, it's We're not, at the that, panel yet, Peter. Come on. <laughs> favorite part. That, that is a part of the book. The panel is a part of the book. My favorite part. Okay, fine. It's so like a scene or something, you know. My favorite you know how part, this is? <laughs> never coming on the show again. <laughs> it won't continue. It won't be able to go story. on. Is uh, is it's the end fight? I love, I love Mora's just splash pages. I love his panel placement. I love what he did, how he displayed the clock. I, I love the destruction and the chaos. It was it was just really magnificent to me, especially like around the the fifty around the fifty two to twenty second mark uh, on the book, right before it goes off. Like it, pieces of glass or panels, and it just really displays his creativity. And I just his artwork's man. I I cannot wait till this guy can draw actual Batman. You know, like this dark detective suit was kind of cool. It's kind of nightmare Batman-ish. 
but like to actually see Batman with, I hope to God he has a yellow oval and a cape and everything. Like there was that in, in issue three, you get the tease of the next Batman. And you're like, oh man, that's, that's cool. But I want to see the real Batman. So yeah. I, I really, I really enjoy the end fight of issue four a lot. And that's probably like my favorite part. My favorite part is definitely when he figures out that they're spying on everybody. And then the heightened yeah. part, everything gets heightened. I guess each panel goes and as you read more, you can just see like they draw, he's drawn so well in his face and like, Oh mm -hmm. God. And that's great. in issue three. Yeah. That, that part is probably the best because now you have that. It, it's like I said, it just heightens what has to happen now. Like it just brings it to a higher level. And yeah, that was my favorite part of these two books. Mine's probably the entire last last act, like the last third of this issue of basically everything of Which Hannah issue? of issue four. I'm sorry. Um, the ex basically Bruce or Batman going into the building and the explosion, the countdown. Hannah's it's in really there trying well to get trying to get Hannah out, and then of course we get the payoff of you know Peacekeeper goes back into the building. He takes on. Um, he takes on Batman one on one, and we get some great art and pages from that drawn perfectly. And I think I just think that that entire segment is is my favorite part. Uh, it gives you like that cool Mission Impossible vibe, right? Just yeah. Just against the clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good stuff. All right, now because Pete can't wait, favorite panel. No, I'm going last. Eric, go first. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite panel actually is the reveal of Peacemaker. Um, I just think it's drawn so well and all the cuts he has on his face. Obviously this guy has been through whatever. Um, and you just, I feel like it's like a villain reveal, right? You get to this point and you're like, okay, this is what this guy looks like. Right. And uh, it just like, I was waiting to see and then you have it. So now, yeah, here we go. Very cool. I'll go next. So Pete can go last. <laughs> it is in it's page one, two, three, page four in issue number three where you've just got Batman on a roof. Cause give me Batman awesome, yeah. on a roof overlooking yeah. Gotham any day. And I'll, and I'll love it. And I think that that's, that's a really cool image. It's classic Batman. Yes. The suit is not my favorite, but I thought that the suit was also pretty damn cool. Give me a McFarlane action figure. I will buy it and I will put it up with the other ones. Cause Shocking. I just, that's a figure. it's a, it's a homemade, you know, it's a homemade bat suit. And I mean, it's not the, the Batman of Zuran R. So uh, otherwise it's a, that's a win in my book. I like it. So Pete, what do you think? Uh, for me, it's, the, I, I can't imagine anyone else picking this, but it's after uh, Bruce <laughs> knocks out Hannah mm -hmm. and she wakes up and it's, it's this white panel on the bottom of the page and it, she's kind of like groggy and she's just going to, I just really think that the fact, the way that Mora chose to interpret her, like just dizzy unconscious, like just state is very interesting because it's, it's all white with a couple lines and you just see like a water bottle and almost like the outline of a couch. And the only real color is on Hannah herself as she's waking up from being just, you know, whatever he gave her, uh, what, what the hell is it? Uh, roofy or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chloroform. Yeah. Roofy. If you want to yeah. call it that, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that page just stuck at, stood out to me artistic. Cause I'm like, Oh wow, that's cool. I, I would have never have thought to have interpret her state of mind that way. So I found that very interesting and it's, it's very simple. And like I said, like the only yeah. details are within Hannah herself. So I found that, but I think the second, the, my second favorite one would be the one you mentioned earlier with Catwoman. I was like, wow, that like, I'm just looking at it now. I'm like, Holy crap. That is, that's just a beautiful, like skyline cityscape type shot. And regardless of who it is, like 
it was it's very interesting it's catwoman yeah and just the detail with the lights and the billboards and all that stuff i mean i think mara uh mara sorry hey <laughs> hello <laughs> mora just he spared no expense it, this is one of the most detailed and just fabulously drawn books that i've read in the past two months well th- just the title in general like just really well done i'm gonna have to tell my my lady hey you're on pete's brain we're talking batman and he's dropping mira bombs all over I have like three Mara figures in this room as well. So she's, she's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the, Pete thought um, that panel you picked with um, Hannah on like when she's waking up and it's just white and all the coloring and all of that is just perfect. Like it's, it's got like a weird green. Yeah. Hue yeah. To it, right. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. And it, it makes sense for like, again, like that state of mind, like she's waking up, she's groggy. She probably doesn't know where she is. She's essentially kidnapped. So it's kind of, you know, like it's just all white with like this little green tint. I, just, I found that really fascinating for uh, Mora and uh, the colorist uh, who is uh, Jordi Bilar. Just really well done. I just, I, I found that really just fascinating. It was, it was, yeah. it's a, that's a great choice. That is a great choice. So I don't honestly remember if I did this um, for our part one, but I'll do it here because it's a completed, they're both completed uh, stories. Would you like to see either uh, next Batman or Dark Detective adapted in animated form? Hmm. I mean, that's dark... like niche for niche. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think, yeah, I would like to Dark Detective. Yes, only because I know more, obviously, about Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, and like you said, like you like we've all said, but like you guys have really pointed out in the next Batman, I would need um, something added kind of like they did with uh, the killing joke, although not the same thing. But we, we need something added, you know, to to help along with the story, because I think people would just be like, OK, what the hell? <laughs> like, like, why? Why do I like you said, why do I care kind yeah. of deal? Next so, Batman's a harder sell to just jump right into yeah. kind of like, you know, the comic was where at least we're dark detective. It's just. You just put up a title card at the very beginning that says, you know, 2031. Right. Or even even a little, you know, a little opening paragraph or something of just kind of like, you know, masks are outlawed and there's a new whatever. And then you'd have the hour, 15 minutes to take us into this Batman Beyondish world. And I think that that could be done. I don't think it could be done for next Batman. Yeah, you're uh, right. for me, this is a pass. I think there are other stories. Other stories, yeah. That I'd much rather see get the animated adaptation than this. Not saying that this is a bad story because I like this. I like Dark Detective. I thought it was well written. I'm I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm actually more excited, and I've said this numerous times, to see what Tamaki Amora can do in a true Bruce Wayne fashion. Like th- this four issue set got me very very excited, and I'm highly anticipating what they can do in, in Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if that was the goal, well, well done by DC. But I, I, you know, for Warner Brothers Animation to adapt this story, I, I don't, I have no desire to see this. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give. A, I mean, we kind of have, but let's summarize it again. I guess of what are what are some final thoughts on the next Batman and Dark Detective? Uh, I think next Batman. Uh, I feel like next Batman was handcuffed a lot. I feel like it. I think it deserved more than four issues. I think it would have been better served for maybe like a six or eight issue run to kind of go into the deeper aspects of the Fox family. Maybe tell us a little bit more of the history of Tim. 
uh, why he's kind of the, you know, the, the outcast of the Fox family and how he became who he is now and what is his tale of redemption, you know, what led him down this path. So, uh, and, uh, and I think Dark Detective is a fantastic detective story at its heart. And any, any Batman fan would really enjoy this and fall in love with this story personally. I think that's, that's, those are my thoughts. Yeah, I think for the next Batman, uh, if this was a meal and you ordered this as an appetizer, it would be like missing sauce. You'd be missing something that would complete, <laughs> you know, complete it to the point where, you know, you order buffalo wigs and you don't, you ordered hot and it, sauce. Yeah, it didn't have enough, <laughs> didn't have enough sauce on it. It wasn't tossed you around. Get buffalo wings. There's no celery yeah. and there's no. <laughs> you know, I think, and I think that's where it fails. Uh, we've obviously we talked about it, but. Even if they're, we know they're going to continue this. So even if this was your launch point, I think it misses a little there as well. Like you're not, so I don't know what's going to happen going forward, but that would be my, the overall arc. I thought it got better as it went along. Um, my expectations were low and I thought as the story went along, I was more interested by the end, but then it kind of just leaves you. Or so now I, I, mean, I have to decide if it's enough for me to continue or not. Yeah. Uh, Dark Detective, man, that 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 story is it's so layered and and deep and yeah. it's a story that I I wasn't expecting at all, and then it comes and it just it's, it was really great. Like I really really in, enjoyed it. So um, again, if they do an animated movie, I would watch this one. That that one would definitely be one that I would be looking forward to. So we'll hit up Gary. And we'll talk to him yeah. and tell him that they need to get this. I done. miss Gary. I wish we can go to a con again. <laughs> I know it's been a while. It's been. A while. Uh, I'm. I'm basically like. I mean, with you guys, uh, I don't want to say that next Batman was a swing and a miss because that's got a digital series now. Uh, I. It just didn't. It, it didn't engage me. It didn't hook me. Um, it was harder to read those issues than it was for Dark Detective, which I think Dark Detective. Uh, was great just flat out great solid bruce wayne story um offered some classic elements of bruce wayne as a character as well as uh, maybe some new ones and then introduced two new characters one in which had a lot to do and was essential to the story and so i just think through and through issue one to four dark detective uh sword good stuff well and there we go now eric doesn't need to read any more comic books no don't you dare say that ryan don't put that in his head <laughs> No, I do. I have uh, to continue to read uh, Batman Catwoman. You well, you do that, and then, I mean, there's I going want to be another to cross. Like, I want Eric to stay at least in the Gotham sector <laughs> of comics. Like, I don't need, I'm not, I, let me make this, like, I know I put a lot of pressure on Eric, and that's only because I think he's just an amazing grizzly of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not pressuring Eric to read Green Lantern. All I need Eric to do is stay focused in the Gotham sector. Okay. You know, and if he wants to devil in some Catwoman, maybe that's great. If he wants to devil in some detective, but he doesn't have to read them all. I just want him to just toe the water. Well, I said on the BOF podcast that I'm going to read uh, the new Joker standalone. I'm going to read that. Oh, oh that's great. We should so. talk without him straight. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. Because every once in a while, you're like, there's nothing to talk about. And I'm like, I know we need some fluff. <laughs> so, yeah, that would, that, we need, that's like, what I'm going to read you know episodes like 14 to 16 of a cw show we just need fluff <laughs> i feel like i have to start reading more though because 
when we're in our chat and we you guys start talking, I'm just like, all right, I can check out now. I have no idea what I'm talking about. When <laughs> you guys go certain things, that's so like, how I felt about Star Wars. Oh uh, yeah, I watched all those movies. <laughs> there you go. And now I get it. And I still think I don't know. I'm with you guys. Episode two is not that good. <laughs> it's good. It's just. Boring. I don't think anybody's gonna argue with you on that one. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's pretty that's much true. universally accepted. It's kind of boring. It's yeah, kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, uh, speaking I mean, of speaking show, of your guys' show, we're gonna con- are we continuing this crossover one more time? We are. We have uh, mm. the conclusion of Harley Quinn, Nightwing, Robin Eternal, and uh, Catwoman. So we are staying very close to Gotham City. Excellent. And, uh, we're going to find out how future, how the rest of Future State ends. Gotham Future State. Yes. Gotham Future State. Ooh, Gotham Future State. And now I released episode 41, Future, Go- or future State Batman Part 1. Last month, we also did a follow-up on that crossover on Straight Out of Gotham that released not that like a week later, I think, uh, which was episode number 30. So mm-hmm. after you listen to this one, follow Gotham or Straight Out of Gotham if you guys haven't yet, and there will be more conti- more talk about these future state Gotham stories. And you guys go ahead and plug your stuff. You can follow me on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Zack Snyder's favorite Vero at Pete Illustrated. You can follow the show that Eric and I co-host, Straight of Gotham on Twitter and Instagram at straight underscore O underscore G. You could check out my reviews of Dark Detective, Detective Comics, and uh, Man Bat, which is phenomenal, over at BatmanOnFilm.com. Uh, on Batman on Film YouTube, check out my toy reviews for Funko Pops, Mafex action figures, and Todd McFarlane figures as well. All right, you guys, you can also check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook show page and a Facebook group page. The group is where you guys can interact with us more. So if you want to join, um, just click the um, want to invite, let us know. We'll draw you in and you guys can talk to us there. If you want to see any of our video content, go to the YouTube Straight Outta Gotham page. You can find Straight Outta Gotham tonight there. You can find um, the Iceberg Lounge. All of that stuff is hosted there. We are, I have been talking with a few people. I, Pete, I haven't even told you this, so I'm sorry. Um, about you heard it here first. Secrets? <laughs> secrets from me? We're partners, Eric. We're partners. I tell you everything. This relationship is over. Sorry. Sorry about that. You got my cat all riled up. My cat's in here now. <laughs> yeah. But I got, okay. yeah, we're talking with a couple of other groups about the next Iceberg Lounge and what we're going to do. Um, so guys, look forward to that. Uh, it's straight out I got SOG tonight kind of is, is a thing Pete and I decide on the day we're like hey you want to do it like sure let's do it and then, <laughs> then we go live that night so uh, just keep me on the lookout for the so our social medias um, which you can find me on Twitter at finally 33 spell finale 33 also the same on Instagram Brian fantastic yeah the, as you just said SOG tonight can start off as Pete and Eric talking about something for 45 minutes. Then all of a sudden they let in nine guests and it goes on for three more hours. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what good what, times. What, what good is having a stream if you just can't talk to your friends? That's true. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. It was a great conversation. Well, as for me, if you aren't already, you can follow the Batman book club on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman DC for latest, uh, episode drops upcoming episodes and even some giveaways you can write into the batman book club at the batmanbc at gmail.com for questions or comments you just heard eric say where you can send all of your complaints uh you can also follow me personally on twitter at lauer underscore ryan lauer pete spelled like lower <laughs> damn it you're killing me 
And lastly, you can help spread the word of the show by rating and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. The link to that page to rate and review is in the description of this episode. Uh, The more reviews we get, it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So Eric and Peter, thank you for coming back on to the Batman Book Club. It won't be that long until you guys are on again. Um, It's... It's gonna be it's gonna be magic whenever that happens. I'm getting the hand from Eric because you know he's always the hero of a Batman related. I'm trying to uh, anything. Yes. I just want yes, Mr. Holzman. Before you end, isn't it your anniversary coming up, or did that pass? No, the an- oh you <laughs> the anniversary is coming up. So this this episode right here is dropping on March first of 2021. And I am talking slowly <laughs> so that I can look up when my first episode was dropped. I'm exactly. Sorry. But oh, geez. March 4th of 2020. So uh, this is kind of a the... week before all of us got our ass kicked <laughs> yeah. uh, worldwide by the pandemic. Episode one, year one with Mr. Peter Vera um, was was launched. It's been one year. Since Do you have the tallies? One talking what, what, year one. What, what what are the uh, what are the tallies for appearances? You said I was uh, in Pete, the league. I was just wondering what the number was. Yeah, Pete, this is number nine. I'm only four. I think I will nine. Four. And Kowalski has how many? Uh, Kowalski, I man, I didn't do the tallies. I think he <laughs> he might he might be six. Uh, he's got more followers. Now. He's got more appearances well, on all that matters. Or, or no, he's got. Okay, go ahead, Eric. I think you were going to say something. I'm going to add up. <laughs> no, well, I just wanted to say um, I had a small part in helping you in the beginning, and it's been great to watch this year unfold and to watch you grow and watch the show just get You're better. You're still helping out, though. Better yeah. and better. Like so um, as now, as someone who... <laughs> don't fake cry. <laughs> so as now, as somebody who had a hand in the beginning but is now more of a fan than someone who helps you out, I really, really want to congratulate you. I think this show is unique. Um, I said it from the beginning. I think you're doing an excellent job and stop the fake crying. And <laughs> and I want. Uh, I just wanted to tell you that. I just wanted to share that with you. Well, thank you, um, you kind, wonderful soul. It was like uh, you, were, you were a daddy. You helped me <laughs> learn how to ride a bike. And then you just let me go on my own path. And then I went on my own ride. Um, because I found out also everything that you touched ended up screwing up horribly. <laughs> so I made sure to learn how to do it all myself, but, um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's, yeah, this is, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I always credit the bat boys for the help, a lot more help and discussion off mic than on mic, but both of you have been on a lot of times we talk every day and it's, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And I mean, I'm not going to say I inspired you guys to start your own, but you guys wanted to talk about something like a month after this show launched. And I was just like, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. And then you guys did. So SOG is coming up on a year too. So a little bit of Lauer, a little bit of Corona and uh, straight out of Gotham was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. End of April, I think is our anniversary. I think we did April 25th, I think was our first show. So sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, I good think stuff. It's, it's coming there. So coming one month into boredom. <laughs> <laughs> so while I did say that you two were the Bert and Ernie, Mary Kate, Ashley Olson, Sonny and Cher of podcasting, the three of us are definitely the Charlie's Angels of the <laughs> podcasting world. Can I be the I, Drew Barrymore Charlie Angel? Sure, I'll be Lucy Lou. 
Yeah. Um, Cameron Diaz, I guess. <laughs> I said you had legs. <laughs> you can't go back on that, okay? I wish I had her eyes. <laughs> Eric complained about being. Eric at least was happy about being Miranda. He was disappointed about being. Oh, now we're going into other territory. We're going yeah, into. Just, for more Sex in the City tangents, just go to Straight Out of Gotham yes. on uh, at wherever podcasts are found. So I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, thanks again, Eric and Pete, for joining me. And everybody, for Eric, for Pete, and for Ryan, I'm Ryan. Till next time, read more Batman comics. Thank you.